Welcome to another episode of We Live on a Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. I have a special guest today. I'm excited to talk to David Abed, content creator, actor, comedian. You've seen him on MTV's Next, Dating in the Dark, and A Perfect Score, and much more. I can't wait to talk to him. David, how are you doing? Hello, sir. I'm doing very well. Thanks for having me. Groovy. It's groovy to have you here. Now, the reason I found you is Rizzle. Can you explain to everybody what that is? It's very hard. It's it's easy to explain and hard at the same time. It's a platform out of uh, India, I believe, and it's kind of like a vlogging platform. So it's all video. It's all um, vertical, and it's a lot of people talking right to camera, talking about anything, giving prompts, asking like worst date stories, or talking about the stock stock market, or talking about the news. And they they have over a million subscribers. It's very popular, just not that big in the U.S. yet. Right. Anyway, they found me on Instagram, and they said, we want to start encouraging people to make original scripted content. So they started running these contests for 10-episode, one-minute series, and they had cash prizes. So I, I, was, I do that anyway, so I thought, great. So I wrote a series, I did it, and I won first place, and then I've been submitting for their series contests ever since. So I've been having a lot of fun doing it, making a little money, and I'm up to like uh, a half a million views I, on my stuff so far. So I know, great. I saw that. That's why I'm so excited that you even had a chance to talk with me, because I'm like, <laughs> you're crushing it. You really are, and you're Funny, you're the stuff that you and it's Rachel, correct? Yes, Rachel's my girlfriend. Yeah, the stuff that you do, you two together, is it's hilarious. And when, oh, I, yeah, I, I'm for me, Rizzo, I'm like at sixty four thousand, or yeah, sixty four thousand, and so I'm not crushing it. <laughs> that's not bad. I mean, that's I think that's what's great about Rizzo is it's one of the few platforms that's like very democratic like it's they're they're not choosing how many views you get like an instagram or a facebook right i think almost anyone can get on there and just start talking and find an audience which is really cool well you're you're such a natural in front of the camera and i you know i saw i said at the beginning with some of your credits and stuff like that there's some i must be missing is there is there one that is a, a big credit that you're like you know what patrick you didn't say this one well, <laughs> I imagine you got my credits off of my Instagram, mm -hmm. uh, which is, yes, which is my funny where I put my dating show history. So, uh, yes, I also have. That's uh, cool. Like, yeah, I have <laughs> been on three dating shows, one, two of them. So I feel very proud about that, especially growing up an insecure uh, guy who never was one with the ladies. So it definitely uh, felt validating. But yeah, I've done regular TV too, like Criminal Minds, Grey's Anatomy, Days of Our Lives, That's... a Nickelodeon show, just kind of a lot of commercials. So I have a, yeah, I have a legit acting career uh, going on as well. And it showed, that's what I mean. That's why on Rizzle it shows, because when I saw you, I'm like, this isn't just like the other Rizzles that I'm seeing. This is like <laughs> really good scripted thought out funny stuff and i encourage people to find you on rizzle and all that kind of stuff um okay so let's play mental gymnastics because i like to just bounce around and 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 if you're up to some mental gymnastics okay all right okay so 
I ask a lot of strange questions, but I think that's what's fun. Um, sure. what, what, what do you think the best concert you've not? Well, that one's not strange. If you could pick any animal to talk, which would it be? And then there's bonus points. If you could imitate the voice. <laughs> well, uh, the immediate, uh, it's probably not the most creative answer, but I do have a dog yeah. and we're constantly wondering what she's thinking. I, um, mm-hmm. so I would want that. And, uh, I'll give my dog the same voice I that I always imitate from. I don't know if you remember the dog Droopy, which was an old com- I do. Uh, cartoon. I do. like, hey, boy, there goes the squirrels running around in the backyard again. They never let me catch them. Something like that. It's perfect. That is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is your most useless talent? And then what is your most valuable talent? talent do you think wow useless talent that's a tough one i can juggle oh that's that's talented no that's talented dave i was uh another fun fact i used to be a clown i grew up in lansing michigan and there was a there was a children's theater and part of the children's theater you could learn to be a clown Mm -hmm. and then you you like create what your face looks like you create your costume and then every year there was a circus called the hannaford circus which is it's like the Ringling Brothers, but it was just a different circus would come into town and they would bring in all the local clowns. So every year I would get to be in the circus for two weekends. But anyway, so that's how I learned how to juggle. And then I was also a magician and did magic at Red Lobster and like birthday parties and stuff. So I love uh, magic. <laughs> I do. I, I, yeah, I love doing coin tricks and I have a couple and, oh, uh, I used to keep them at my desk and, and when, uh, I had customers that I was dealing with and there was downtime and they're doing other paperwork and everything and their kids are running around. I would be like, I'd pull out my coin tricks and do some magic and people would be like, this is, you're, you, this is so good. But nowadays, some of the stuff you can get, they, they, they basically can almost do them themselves. So it's not that I'm so good at it. <laughs> Yeah, and I, and I feel like actually magic is making a little bit of a comeback. Like, there was a time when, like, once you could figure out how it was all done, I feel like everyone was like, meh. But now everyone, like, appreciates it again because it's something live and in person and kind of magical That now that we're all online all the time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but so let's see. Then my best talent, um, boy, I don't – I would just – I would just say my my ability to make people laugh, but I would also say my ability to connect with people. Yeah, I don't know if that's a talent or not. It is. It's a it's an attribute that I think I enjoy about myself, and I think is important. How do you think life would be different for humans if alligators could fly? <laughs> I'd be a lot da- more dangerous. It would sure. be, wouldn't it? I mean. Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah, I don't, we, I mean, Florida, I think, would almost be, I don't think it'd be an elderly town anymore. No. I mean, people would be losing their heads. Yeah. Um, so I think I don't, it might switch around where people live, and uh, I know I would feel, I mean, can you imagine if there was an alli- alligator flying spotting in your neighborhood? It would be terrifying. No, I know. Imagine if I've said this, like if they were the small Cayman-sized ones, like that oh, were boy. even smaller, because and then they'd be like more agile and quicker and even more like with their just snashing, gnashing teeth. I know. <laughs> Strange. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you think is the best concert? I've been to a lot of concerts in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm an old guy. I'm 50 years. I just turned 50 in March 
And uh, what do you think the best concert is for you you've ever attended? Boy, I feel like cons- like best concert can depend on so many different Isn't things. it? Yeah. Like, I went to one a few years ago at the Hollywood Bowl here in Los Angeles, and they were like, it was a dedication, and both Stevie Wonder and Aerosmith played. Ooh. And just watching both of those perform was amazing. Yeah. Um, but then... Also, a concert story that I always like to tell. When I was a kid, my favorite band was the Beach Boys, and they were coming to town, and my mom wrote to every radio station in town saying, my son, I was like 10, is the biggest Beach Boys fan. If we could get backstage passes, that would mean the world to him. In the meantime, they also got, they were going to two different venues. So they got me tickets third row for like DTE, which is the big Detroit stadium. And then a radio station at the last minute came through and gave us backstage passes to the other concert. So I got to, I went to the first concert in the middle of the day. I met them. John Stamos was playing with them. And then we got tickets to them. And then we literally followed their tour bus to the second venue. And we watched the concert, which was even better all over again. And it was, uh, and it was so great, especially since I was just a kid who loved the Beach Boys. So. Yeah. Yeah. How, how could you not like that Beach Boys, too? I, I've, oh, I've seen Brian Wilson four more times after that. Oh, wow. Wow. That's a that's a band I've never seen in concert. I, I came close. Yeah. They're, they're a little uh, getting a little up there in age, but uh, very enjoyable. Absolutely. So that's it sounds like you've already seen some good things but what would be one thing like on your bucket list you're still a young guy but what's one thing that you really want to you feel you want to do i haven't traveled very much no i've been to i've been to scotland um but that's it and uh i was the first person in my family to even go anywhere outside the continental like united states besides canada and mexico so, uh, yeah, it's going to England, New Zealand, France, Italy, somewhere with different cultures is just something that uh, I really hope to be able to do sometime. Whenever I hear Scotland, when somebody says it, I instantly go to is Mike Myers on Senate Live, if you're old enough to remember his, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. <laughs> I do remember which kind of fits into his like fat bastard character. Yeah, yeah, that's it was the same exact uh accent and stuff yeah, like that. I love that. I just watched a, a good documentary last night speaking of Saturday Night Live called Cracked Up and it's about you know who Daryl Hammond is? From yeah, Saturday? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all about he struggled with um mental illness that was brought on by childhood trauma his whole life but he never knew he never understood why he why he was suffering from this these terrible this bout of mental illness he didn't understand where it came from and the whole thing is about figuring out uh, that it was through childhood trauma and what that means and what how other people are going through that so anyway i just saw last night so good because he's amazing obviously but it's always interesting when you kind of pull back the curtain and see a lot of times what these people's lives are like mm-hmm. i'm a documentary nut so i uh, i think it's a good one for people to watch i think it's very informative and anything that adds empathy to somebody i think is important i think so too daryl hammond if uh besides keenan is one of the longest running he was at the time one of the yeah. longest running characters on and center live and yeah funny guy and i think yeah. education is key and when you have a big star or somebody that's famous that's really funny and all that and you think that they have it all and they're funny 
they, they're like, no, they can't be suffering from depression or they can't be right. suffering they from any kind of anxiety. They've got everything. Yeah. yeah. I talk about that a lot on my podcast and I, I can suffer from terrible bouts of anxiety or, and it can come on and depression. And it's, I, I peel back the onions a lot of times and I try to, instead of having that perfect little picture of window, I, I, I just put it out there. I don't even edit my show. I'm one and done because I don't edit my life. So I don't edit the show. I just kind of, I think that's great. Yeah. We just, we go and we enjoy and then we talk and learn from one another. Do you, do you have, um, more plans for Rizzle, uh, of like little or more besides demon slayer? (laughs) Demon hunter. my number one, the demon next door was my last one. My number, my biggest hit so far is the uh, is Game of Thrones coronavirus. So uh, it's Game of Thrones, but it's virus walkers, oh, white walkers. Oh my and, god! Uh, that one's my biggest uh, hit so far. But I tend to get motivated when they hold a con- uh, 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 contest. So they'll be like, so they're all all mine are based off of prompts that they gave so the last one was hunted or haunted do a series about someone being haunted or hunted or the other one was like trapped in quarantine yeah that was a good one (laughs) yeah that one was just so the prompt was quarantine the other one prompt was game of thrones so they haven't given out the latest prompt yet so taking a break usually because once once they give the prompt it like takes usually about a week or so to write and then about another week to shoot so uh, it, it definitely is consuming once I'm in it. And then, so I take a little breather once I'm not. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Back to, back to the, the seesaw and the mental gymnastics. I'm going to jump around <laughs> to, <laughs> I hope you don't mind. Um, no. So you've been on some shows and game shows. I have a question that I've asked a recent guest and it would be if you, if, if you could take, if somebody offered you a million dollars, but you had to go dark and you had to go dark for three months and go off the radar. Can't use internet. You can't tell your loved ones where you are. You just have to go gone for three months. And if you do it, you get a million dollars. Would you, would you be willing to do that? I think if you're telling me I couldn't tell, I mean, I want to say yes, but if I couldn't tell, my family where I was and they just didn't hear from me for three months. I feel like they'd go crazy. Yeah. 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 I think so too. It's such a weird question. There's no right or wrong, you know, but I was thinking since you've been on shows in my, in my little world, I'm like, I can picture a show being that I can picture how there's people pitching shows, pitching shows and going, Hey, I got one for you, Jimmy. (laughs) You know. They always got to be named Jimmy. Yeah, don't they? <laughs> okay. I mean, I was on a show where we dated in the dark, so that's one step in that direction. And that, that I just recently, speaking of that, it brings up that how fortuitous you talk about that. I had an episode with one of my guests, and we were talking about judging and how people judge instantly, and we are just that type of character. That's how humans do. And there was some study, and I can't remember at what college it was, but they had um, all these volunteers go in, and they sat in a dark room and talked. And they had some of the most in-depth, great conversations they ever had. And when the lights turned on, it was people that they never would uh, ever talk to in their waking hours. Like maybe yeah. they're pierced up, or they have tats, or a mohawk, or right. leather, or whatever. 
And so I think that's fascinating that you were on a show like that too, because we can learn a lot from that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I, and then when I was on like the mo, like the handsome guys, they didn't, you know, their handsomeness didn't carry any clout. Right. So it's like everyone starts at an equal and then it's like, who's just the most charming, who's the most relatable. Right. Right. How are you? Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to stop. on you. that's okay. How are you? How are you um, out in California surviving this terrible pandemic that we're in? I didn't really want to bring it up too much, but it's here. It's in the forefront. It's something that's out here. So. Yeah, well, in my non-acting times, I have my own social media business. I'm a freelance social media guy, so people, companies will hire me to just run and manage their social media situation. Oh, cool. That was going pretty well before, and it's definitely gotten tougher now because a lot of my clients are restaurants, and obviously Mm. restaurants are hurting right now. So so it's been tough, uh, but... uh, been tough financially but i'm getting by just fine um and it's given me opportunity to make like i don't i think i made at least one or uh, i think almost all my rizzle things have been done during quarantine or most of them and it's kind of the kind of thing where i might have not had time otherwise right so it's it's this i'm i know a lot of people are like don't put pressure on yourself to be extra productive during this time you know it's weird and hard and I believe in that too. I think you take yourself to whatever feels comfortable for you. I think for me, it's like, I think this is a time where creativity, I should try to harness it as much as I can. Yeah. That's what I've been doing. Yeah, I agree. I, I've been trying to do that as well and, uh, branch out. And now I, my upcoming on Wednesdays, I, I put out interviews Mondays and Tuesday or Mondays and Fridays are just my regular, we live on a planet show. And then on Wednesdays, You'll be out on Wednesday I in this uh, June, com- coming June. And after this, what I'm doing is a new series of tell me about your career. Tell me about your job. And so it's oh, kind of, yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like what we're doing anyways of like, you know, now. But that way I want to do it free form just like what we are now. And, and I'm having everybody who wants to be on, and I'm not going to ask them what they're doing first. So I don't want any background. I don't want any prep. <laughs> You know, I just want to be surprised myself and learn myself of what, because every job's important and we're learning so much right now in this shutdown of just how important every single job is, you know, and I think it would be a fun series and something to do and bring up to the forefront. So speaking of like bummers of like coronavirus, but here's a hypothetical. (laughs) If you you got two hours left on earth, (laughs) what do you do? Two hours left. Yeah. Am I, am I the only one? Or my normal life, but now all of a sudden there's two hours? Your normal life, and all of a sudden I guess there's two hours. Right. All right. Well, uh, probably like an hour or so of that would be FaceTimes with family and friends. And then probably I would have first ordered my meal so it would be delivered. <laughs> and that way I wouldn't have to waste time getting it. <laughs> I'm so morbid. What a weird, morbid question. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is a morbid question. It's okay. It, it allows me to plan ahead. <laughs> and then I'd probably want to have sex with my girlfriend. Of course. And then, yeah, and then eat the meal and, uh, I don't know, pet, pet my dog. And, and uh, 
And he'd be and he'd be he'd be doing the whole droopy voice to you going That's right. You'll be okay. You'll be okay, Dad. <laughs> how, how how freaking strange. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my listeners know though. My listeners know Dave. They know that there's some problems sometimes with Patrick, so <laughs> Patrick's perturbation. Yeah. Yeah, this has been a blast. I, you know, I really appreciate you coming on and just giving me the time because I know you're a busy guy and you, you know, you're doing what you, you're doing your thing, and for you to come on over and just allow to allow me to pick at your brain a little bit was fun. Yeah, man. No, I appreciate it. I enjoy saying yes to things, and I enjoy meeting interesting people that are doing interesting things. Uh, uh, I think there's something to be learned from all of them and just making new connections. So I appreciate you having me and being a kind host and allowing me to pontificate about my life a little bit. Yeah, and it's archived. That's the whole reason why I like podcasting, too, is because this, David, is archived, and so someday... In 25, 35, 45, 55 years, somebody's going to stumble upon this as well and hear this and know a little bit of uh, a window of what was going on in 2020 with us two, ca- us two cats. It shows how old I am. I just said us two cats. I almost, okay. And, and then who knows, too, I could be one day saying, hey, listen, that guy was on my podcast before. Yeah. And you're famous, and he was on my yeah. podcast. Holy cow! Yeah, you never know. I it, that's how I feel, and I feel when I see what you've done that there's big things for you, and I mean it. I'm I'm not trying to obviously, you know, but it, you're a hilarious guy. You're very creative. I encourage people to check you out. Where can we find you on our social media and in the interworld? Yeah, it's almost all the same. Uh, Abid is my last name. Oh, Abid. So I said a. Yeah, that's okay. So does everybody else. So it's not a problem at all. But I'm, uh, yeah, Dave, D A V E A B E D, like a bad Dave Abid at. Uh, so that's at uh, Instagram, uh, Dave Abid on Rizzle. I think I'm at V Dave Abbott on Twitter and David and Dave Abbott on YouTube. But Instagram and Rizzle are my two main uh, platforms. Got it. Got it. Excellent. And I think we're going to be hearing more from you. I really do. Oh, I appreciate that. I really do. And I, I appreciate your time so much. And stay healthy. All right, buddy. You too, man. Thanks so much. All right. Take care. You too. Peace.